0: what 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 it's your boy luke p sanders and i'm glad to be back with a brand new episode of luke's crazy journey and we're just gonna jump into it as usual today i know you've been wondering what the three state with the three c's stand for the three c's stand for choirs church and Clerks, and they all relate we just had an amazing easter weekend um and one of my favorite movies that i've been waiting on i've been waiting on this movie to come out for two years yes since 2018 i've been waiting on the clark sisters the first ladies of gospel to come out i'm super excited about it i didn't watch that thing that movie was so juicy but you gotta have to wait and until the end of the episode to hear my movie review about that and i'm so excited but we're gonna jump in about my experience with choirs because I didn't been like a bajillion of them. I've been in choirs um, since I was in elementary school, since I was since I was in middle school, and I was in three choirs in high school. So yeah, your boy was singing pretty much his whole life. Um, but yeah, I'm going to talk about that. So let's talk about choir number one. Choir number one. Um, to keep their privacy and organizations, that I'm not trying to get sued for defamation, um, we're going to call this choir AS. So AS was um, was a male choir. And, um, I was a freshman and a choir teacher was, she was a character, but they, y'all, they, 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 they was not right to her. They (laughs) was not right to her. They was so not nice to that lady. That lady was all hardworking, you know, but I definitely tried to be nice and hardworking and help her out and stuff like that in regards to me, you know, not being rude to her and stuff like that. But, um, she tried to get to see that be the thing though. That be the thing. We try well people try to be nice, they try to take off they they try to take out their issues on you. So you know ma'am. That's what I'm not needing to do. At the end of the year, she caught herself trying to get an attitude. By something I didn't even do. I'm like, girl, you got the wrong one. I didn't been nice to you this whole year. while they been dogging your ass out. So I'm like, don't do me boo. Um but yeah, we with that choir, we um we were all young and uh Dang I was about to say something, but I'm still not gonna say it. Um, because I don't want to give that away, I'm gonna keep let them keep their privacy, like I always say. Um, but yeah, we we performed and we had competitions and we won awards, so that was great. Um, we're gonna jump into my second choir. So the following year, sophomore year, we're gonna call that one NA. And by the way, these initials are not really camouflage. So I mean, people that are listening that know me and know my school and know these choirs. Uh, they know what I'm talking about. But um N.A., you know, was fun. It was a huge community. We won awards with that. We were in the newspaper. Your boy was talking to major television networks, major organizations, and booked a huge festival. Like, I was just like working like your boy was working before I was the president of that choir my senior year. My junior year, I was going in. I mean, I was networking. I was talking to all these big people and people who uh, put on shows and promoters and um, artists and just a whole bunch of people Um and I was just going after it. Like these, like these opportunities didn't come to my lap. Like I went out there and I networked. I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't being asked to do all these things. I was just going out there and networking because that's how hard I was repping our choir and how hard. This is a gospel choir. So I really wanted to put um I really wanted to put us on the map. I really wanted us to do well. I wanted us to be a contender with all of our cause we had like uh I think like 10, maybe under 10 choirs in our high school and we were the only gospel choir, so we had to be a contender. So I just really wanted a lot for the choir. We deserved a lot because we were one of the best choirs vocally. We were like one of the, in the city. Like we were really great. So I feel like we deserved um, to be repped really well. Um, So I was going out and um, I reached out to huge um, television networks and they, they came back and say they want us, but we didn't do it because uh, we didn't do it because it wasn't my decision not to do it. So I will say that. And then this huge organization, they wanted us to come down um, about 20 minutes away in another city. We didn't do that either. And then after, honestly, after I was done, the year after I was done, somebody reached out to me because they still found my number on the Facebook page of the choir, and they wanted to record a song. So, your boy was working, in even after I left, the work that I had done was still getting that choir opportunities. And... It was a, a huge festival, you guys. A huge, huge, huge local festival. Hundreds of thousands of people that I had booked. I had sealed. Contract was coming in. The paperwork was coming in. Um, the person who booked the show, she was in the choir the year before. So it was super easy. Uh, we're both mature and professional. So it was super easy. All that was easy. Uh, and then I was like, know we can't do it. They, I, it was It was given a veto. We can't do it like the last minute I'm like, why? Like, like the TV stuff was canceled. The studio stuff was canceled. Even after I was there, um, organization was canceled. The huge festivals canceled. So, I mean, listen, it's very important for you to be on a team that wants to go as hard as you want to go. And for them to have the same heart and the same passion that you want to do. Um, but that wasn't it. So I'm just going to put all that into my career. Um, the only thing is, I'm not 30 voices and I'm not a singer right now. But, um, I mean, that just lets me know. I mean, if I can have a hard as ethic, working et- ethic, as that, at that, as, see, I'm getting all excited because I'm like, Jesus, because I just remembered all this. Like, I was really killing the game. And besides that, so sophomore year, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got excited because I- I'm a workaholic. I'm sorry, I get excited about work and opportunities. I do. That's like my candy. Um, <laughs> but that was our sophomore year. We performed a bunch. Um, like a bunch a bunch like at least about every month um, five rehearsals a week performing at churches performing at school performing everywhere I did our first end of the year show which was like 20 30 shows with no voice but I did it um because I don't I don't I don't say no I never ever missed a show with that choir in that choir for three years the only consecutive member of our uh, class the longest consecutive member of our class. Um. So junior year, next year after that, um, we have major performances, y'all. Like, we had major, like, so, okay, let me break it down. So every year, there's usually two presidents, and then there's a hierarchy, then you have a vice president, and whatever they want to do. Sometimes they leave the people out, depending on how many people they want on the team. So we have all that. Junior year, we get new presidents, and they were going in, because even the first half of the year, the first semester of the year, we were already doing performances with, um... What did we do a performance with? We did a performance. I'm trying to remember. We did a performance. Oh, I cannot remember. We did a huge performance. It was at our school, but I remember because we sang "Glory" by John Legend, and it was just a few of us. And then the, the the year after that, so the same school year, but at the top of the year, new semester, we woo, we um we performed at the Madam C J Walker Building. We had our own dressing room. Uh, We performed in front of the mayor. We performed to people who um, knew Barack Obama. You know, he was the president at the time. This was four years ago in 2016. On Martin Luther King Day, they had this dinner march. Um, They had news people there. We were in the local news, a huge local newspaper. We were on the the news, uh, the local news. We were, um, I met the mayor. I talked to the mayor really quick. Um, and then also, uh, um, a huge radio personality had passed. So it was about MLK day and honoring him at the same day on the same stage. Um, we had a sound check, sound check went pretty well. And then we got up there and we sang. It was a little scary because that, that choir is about 25, 30 people and we had less than 10 and it was super, this is what I say. This is why I say work hard because I was the only like underclassman to be on that stage that was a performance that they only wanted seniors for, but they asked yo boy who was a junior to perform because they knew I would show up and they knew that, um, they knew that I was going to show up and show out and perform and be on time, be professional. And I got those huge opportunities. And that's what happens when you work hard. Um, so yeah, I mean, we did that. And after that, it was huge because our school, like, like let's be honest, like, okay, the gospel choir, like everybody knows us to do well, But we weren't, like, the top... You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to, like, us being promoted by our school and promoted by, um, you know, all the accolades and awards, we weren't getting all that. Like, we had the voice, we had the talent, but we weren't getting all that stuff. So, for people, we went back to school that next day and people were like, y'all killed it! we saw y'all. Y'all was in the newspaper and stuff like that. And we had woke up and our district, our district had posted about it on their social media. Oh, my God. That was huge. Like our entire district, not just our school, our school district posted about it. That was so huge. I was like in the like the very first like because you could honestly you couldn't ever see everybody in the first picture. Like they took multiple pictures, but the cover I was in the cover. So I felt very honored and grateful to be on the cover, you know. So that was really, really huge. A lot of doors open after that. Um, I was continuing to do my first web series. I was con- I st- actually started writing my book, and then I did a uh, radio v- interview after that. And then that's when I started booking the stuff. That's when I started talking to the television networks and the organizations and the, the festival. I'm getting excited. The festival actually came um, the year after when I was a senior. And um, that's when I was one of the presidents. So, it was, child, being a president, woo, being a president, um, definitely was not easy because I was not the only president, but it seemed like it. And you know how it is. Usually, people who work the hardest or the nicest, or whatever the case may be, they don't get what they deserve as far as it comes to respect or what they need but that is another story in itself um moving on because this is not an hour show it could be but i want to keep y'all listening so moving on to the third choir third choir was our only male advanced choir so i was in a male choir but this was the only male advanced choir so i was in that vs um and i was super excited to do that i was kind of had a whole lot going on in my personal life with relatives and stuff and getting ready for college and being a senior so it was just a lot going on um and it honestly took a hit on my body, you know. It really took a hit on my body. So it was a lot that I was doing, but it kind of kept me occupied and it kept me going. So I was in two choirs at the same damn time. So yeah, let me talk about that. Okay. So this is VS. This is the All Mill Van Choir. So I would go there. Rehearsal start like seven thirty. at like, like eight fifteen. Go to Spanish class, and and then less than an hour with that class and I'll go back and do another rehearsal with the gospel choir and be a president there and direct and rehearse and deal with personalities and deal with instructions and deal with opinions. So I would have two rehearsals back to back essentially with an hour less than an hour break. But the good thing about being the second choir, you know the the gossip choir, that was my third year. I told you I was the longest consecutive member at that in my class. Um my voice is warmed up. The thing with that other choir was my voice is not warmed up at 7.30 in the morning. Plus we were dancing. Like we were doing Michael Jackson songs. We were doing songs by Britney Spears. So we was getting it at 7.30 in the morning, sweating. Like we were getting it at 7.30 in the morning. And I had to learn, like I had to like, listen, I'm thick, but I was not here for letting the thick being a problem. So when you're thick, you gotta dance harder because you have more that you're working with. So, like, if you're if you're smaller, when you make a move, you can see it. But when you're thick, it's kind of hidden. So you gotta move harder. So if you're doing a thrust, so or if you're doing a body roll, you gotta do that thing harder so people can see that movement in your body. So I had to learn that. did nobody tell me that? I I had to learn that for myself because we would take videos and we were we we had mirrors all around the classroom. So I didn't like what I was seeing. As it pertains to how I was dancing, I was like, no, you got to go harder. These guys in here thrusting and being really sexy and doing my uh, magic mics, I got to bring it. I can't be booboo the fool. Like, I got to bring it, too. So that's what I did. And child, after a few months and um, weeks of rehearsals, I was in that thing. I was in that number by the end of the year. I was getting it. I was busting a sweat, but I was getting it. Um, but yeah, that was fun, and I was happy to have that choir. Even though it was a lot, I would have the choir the first thing of the day, and then I would have um, NA um, like less than an hour after that. So I was happy to have that because that the because I was in there three years anyway. I was the only one, and I keep saying that I was the uh, the longest consecutive member because my first year, a lot of people they knew each other because they kept coming back every year, but my cycle with choir a lot of people didn't so it was really just me i didn't really have that same camaraderie and community that i did my first year so it kept changing every year so it made it harder you know um but yeah i mean i did that and i was happy to go back to that because even though i was different and this is a I was, this is my first and last year because i was a senior um being in vs i couldn't. It was different because, like, it was like, "Oh, like, I really want to do it again, kind of, because I want to get that, because a lot of people have been in three years, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to accept that This is going to be my only year because I ain't trying to fail senior year to be back in here, But, um, it was different. It was brand new. It was totally different than N.A., but being to choirs was not easy at all. Let me tell you how easy it wasn't. Um, it was not easy because I had three performances in less than 24 hours. I had a show. I had a couple shows with them both. I performed in <laughs> both of them. So the very first show we had back-to-back, the songs that they had selected, I was not directing. I think that was good. Um, so I didn't have to direct. So we did. I did that with them first, and then I came back out, and then I did VS. And then two months later for our winter show, I did VS, danced with them, and killed it. And then I had to change my clothes and then do it with the other choir, and I didn't direct for that either. So... I was blessed you know <laughs> from when we had our shows the same day at the same show we only had two shows that were um the same show so i was grateful for that but during that winter concert um he kind of our choir teacher kind of oscillates between which choirs he wants every year so he didn't have the gospel choir do this like we do like this kind of like this uh opera show i call it um I guess classical, I guess is what you could say. And he didn't have that. He had the male choir do it, which I thought was great because we don't usually, they didn't usually do it. Even though I wasn't in it, um, I knew about the choir and I thought they should be rep more anyway, cause they were the only male av- advanced choir. So I was already rooting for them anyway, before I was in there, but, um, they, um, they put us in the show. So we had, I had two performances the night before at the same show. And then the night after directly, I had to perform with, um, with them. And we did, and I was tired as hell because I was around finals, I was around the ACTs, Christmas. Oh my god! But your boy did it, your boy pulled through like this supernatural strength. I don't know where it came from, but your boy pulled through. Um, but yeah, with that show, we did competitions, and I was sad because we lost competition and we put a whole lot of work in. We, we have been training the whole year, um, going hard, you know. Quick story about that so I had. A huge performance with the choir that I was directing in the present over the day before. We had a bus, we had a charter bus, and we went to the federal courthouse and performed and directed. You know, some stuff that happened behind the scenes that was, oh my God. But, um, oh gosh, that didn't have nothing to do with me. But I kind of got blamed for it. I mean, when you're in the leadership, that's kind of what happens sometimes. But, um, but yeah, so that and all that frustration. And then after that I had to go to the hospital. Well, I, yeah, I knew I had to go to the hospital because my grandmother was in the hospital. She had blood clots. Had to go check on her, even though it was really bad time and I had to, had to, had to. We got back to school, I changed my clothes and I went to the hospital to check on her. Got in an argument with a relative because they was being ignorant. Then after that I went to um, I went to sleep and then I woke up at like five something in the morning to get up and go to competition with VS and get on the bus and we did all that work all that time, and we we didn't even place. So it was just, oh, my God. And, like, during that, like, that whole week, y'all, two major performances, right? Performing at the federal courthouse and performing in front of um, Madam CJ Walker's family members. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't mention that. Um, And performing at competition. Two huge performances. Guess what happened to your boy? I lose my voice. Not only do I lose my voice, I have laryngitis, and, um, oh, it's a different one. pharyngitis. I didn't have bronchitis. I had laryngitis and, um, and pharyngitis at the same time. Never in my life had I had those ever in my life. I I never even heard of pharyngitis. I just heard of laryngitis, but I had both the same week. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like I can't, but I mean, that was my body. Like, letting me know I'm doing way too much. I was doing way too much, too much stress, too much pressure, Doing too many things, two choirs being director over one of them, dancing probably way too hard, rehearsing way too hard, and the first choir being in the senior, writing papers, getting ready for college, um, doing a web series, writing a book, doing way too much, and my body was like, yeah. Plus all that stress and that anxiety, my body was like, no, you're doing the most, so we're gonna get you sick. So listen, I mean, <laughs> I was just in that thing, I was in that thing, mouthing it because I had to, like. And plus my choir, he didn't didn't do that. He didn't take like, oh no, like if you were sick, any like. and I didn't tell you my senior year when I was in both of those choirs because I was doing way too much yet again. um, I I was put on vocal rest for 30 days. I I couldn't stop talking because of what I had to do um, because of who I am. But I did try to keep my volume down, but I I didn't sing. I couldn't sing. I think it was two weeks, excuse me. It was two weeks because my lymph notes were swollen on my something. Something was swollen. My tonsils were enlarged. And my, my ENT was like, no, you, you got to stop. You, you're you doing too much. You, you got to go on vocal rest. He wanted me to do more. I was like, sir, there's no way I'm going to be able to get my tonsils taken out while I'm in two choirs. Like, that's just not going to happen. So he put me on vocal rest. He wanted me to do more. But I was like, that's all you're going to be able to get. So I had to do that. Um, but yeah, that week I got pharyngitis and laryngitis of the the biggest performances that we we had pretty much. Child. I, and I was like, oh, my God. But, I mean, there's nothing I could do. I know if I stressed, it would have made it worse. So I just drank plenty of water, plenty of tea, and I know I had to get more rest. And I was like, God, please, whatever, please, I need my voice. And it didn't help that we were learning a new song two days before competition. We we're doing dress rehearsals. Oh, my God. So, I mean, your boy was in the cut. He was in there singing with no voice. Um I've done it before. Don't know how that happens. Um, But I did it. Uh, <laughs> I did it with the first choir probably singing way too much I didn't even have to sing that hard because I was directing singing way too much and when you sing gospel you're using all your throat Um. but yeah singing way too much and then I went to competition the next day and that morning and didn't sing like I was singing but I was like like, like I was not have coming out but th- that's the good thing about not being a solo artist like that's the good thing about being in choir like people could pick it up you know what I mean so I was in to think busting the moves with no voice but that's what I'm gonna do that's what I had to do um and I love that choir because like we had a special moment um and they brought us a cake one of the guys brought a cake um uh, with with our name and we just had a really dope moment and we didn't really have that with the other choir so I was really grateful to have that because um, we really worked hard. we we worked out in class we um we pushed each other even further um there's a story somewhere in there that i think i this needs a whole new another episode about a guy and it, it kind of got really kind of got romantic um but um yeah so there's a lot that happened but i'm grateful for those memories they challenged me and they they let me know that can be entertainment now, if i can face new and all that stuff and the stuff that you guys probably don't even know um I mean, I can I make it as an entertainer, and I can work super hard, even when I shouldn't be, when I'm on vocal rest, and when I have pharyngitis and laryngitis, like, <laughs> and let me know that I can I can be pushed far, far and let me know that I, there's certain things I shouldn't push myself on, and my second, I told you I was going to talk about church, child, listen, I'm not here to diss anybody's religion, or beliefs, or spirituality, but for me, church has been very interesting. My parents were raised apostolic. I was raised Christian. I went to some apostolic churches. I've had the whole experience with going to church all day from eight to eight. Yes, I have. Um, I've had the experience of not going to church. I've had the experience of going to multiple churches. I've had, of course, I've had the experience of performing at multiple churches with the gospel choir. Um, my senior year, I was my uncle's uh kind of a little everything because I was working the sound I was working the um I was doing way I was doing really good at that web design though I was which really I was like the social media person I was doing really well at that and then um yeah I went to a church to my school my second school I went to I went to a church and they invited me up for Easter that was really great and then it was a not so great experience. I was really, well, no, that was before, so. But no, I was really grateful for that experience because they were super nice. I had just met them that day. Somebody had, excuse me, someone had told me um, that this church would be great and they're super open and super loving. And I went to the church and that day he invited me. It was Easter. I wanted to go somewhere for Easter because I wasn't with any family or anything like that. And that was really my decision. Um, I wasn't with anybody that I knew and friends. It just It just wasn't working out for me. So he invited me over to, um, I think his sister's house. We had an amazing time. That was like, probably like one of the moments, like there have been moments. I don't know if I said on this show that I've been comfortable with all white people. Like, I don't like, it depends what, who you with, whether what ethnicity they are or what, like you can feel when people don't want you to be there, but they were perfectly fine with me being there and I love that and I love having those experiences because it defines the odds of people being racist or prejudiced and I love that I love being able to prove society wrong and I love to believe that I like I like keeping you know hope alive honestly you know I mean because there are a lot of things that happen so I'm very very grateful for experiences like that and we had a really great time um I was able to hold a baby, and the baby was so sweet. He just fell asleep. I was holding him for like an hour or two. He was getting that good sleep, and I didn't want to wake him up. He was sleeping so peacefully. Um, his mom, she kept checking on me to make sure. Cause she was like, if you're tired, I can get him. I was like, no, he's good. Um, but yeah, that was a good time. And then, child, this I'm sorry. Like I, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this church almost felt like a cult. At least one of the leaders, because... Never in my life had I experienced anything like this. And I told you, I grew up in church. I performed in churches like a bajillion times. I performed all over the city. And he was so gun ho on making me become a member of this church. And I was like, I don't want to be a member. Like, I don't want to, like, I want to know what the church represents and what it's about. Because every church, like, some people get happy, like, oh, it's a church. Like, ah, oh, just go because it's a church. No, every church doesn't practice the same principles it, it wasn't even necessarily about the principles for me. It was about how they treat people and are they loving? Are they open-minded? Are they judgmental? That was my main thing. And they were pretty open, but they were kind of a little judgmental. They they weren't super warm. Like I wanted some of the people, some of the pastors really to me. He was really nice, but I couldn't get on the board with the whole gay thing. I couldn't, I couldn't get on board with the whole, you know, cause I was at that, I wasn't out, but I definitely was attracted to guys for sure. So, I wasn't with the whole, like, no, no same-sex, I wasn't, I wasn't with that. So that was one of my biggest things. And we had a meeting one day, he was supposed to be working on me with a project, and he had, he got mad, and, because I didn't want to be a member of the church, and he was trying to save me, he was saying, and, I wouldn't have any conversation, but I don't do the, the whole debate thing. If I want to live my life one way, that's what I'm going to do. I don't do the whole, like, you need to do this, I don't do that, like, if we're going to have a conversation, there's actually going to be an end result, and, okay, cool, but I'm not doing the whole thing. I argue my side, you argue your side. Like, no, we're not in court. This is not a debate. We're not on... It's not political. Like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not about to... I'm about to live my life. That's. I don't do the whole debate thing. I don't... I don't get any pleasure out of hearing my voice, like, doing that. Like, no. I want to save my energy. I want to save my time. So, I had took that personal... For a second, honestly, because the way I was raised and because um... Just the things I was dealing with. I probably was super, super vulnerable. Um... But... Yeah, I mean, I talked to a friend. She had went to that church and she told me he did the same thing. And I'm like, he need to stop doing that because it's going to run people the wrong way. And that, that, that definitely that kind of feels like a cult, like that. You're getting that mad about somebody not wanting to be a part of that service. Like, we just want to be like, why are you so gun ho on people being a member like and I want to make sure I'm being clear because I've met people who are passionate about God, who are passionate about fellowship, who are passionate about church. I understand that. I don't, I'm not mad at that, but this, I'm telling you, this was something different. This wasn't like, oh yeah, come, like it was like a forced thing. And I was I wasn't with that. I wasn't with that. Um, I wasn't with that. Um, and I was on my, I was on my, I didn't know where I was on my spiritual walk. Um, but yeah i i didn't know where like i was still figuring it out so i didn't want to be forced to do anything but whew, i might have to do another episode of that i'm sorry i know i know you're probably like why are you not telling us everything i know it's much more to the story with the choirs i know something happened with another guy i honestly something did actually happen with another guy that i actually forgot to uh mention in Dixon dudes that i totally forgot but he he really needs like a whole moment so because it was a lot it was kissing and like holding hands holding hands and stuff so he needs a whole moment and uh the whole thing with church um that needs a whole moment too so yeah this is why you have to continue to listen to Luke's crazy journey because we're gonna keep getting better and better you're gonna keep getting to know who I am more and more but I mean let's get into this Clark sisters movie child because the Clark sisters movie the first ladies of gospel premiered what did it premiere? Yes, Saturday, at 8 p.m. on Lifetime. And this was huge because this is the first gospel biopic and it needs to happen more. Gospel has been the base for a lot of genres. So I, I'm so happy that they're being in a, the limelight and mainstream and stuff like that. Baby, this movie was not like, like, oh, they're just going to be in church. They're going to be clapping their hands in gospel. Child, this movie was about their life. About relationships, about um their mother pushing them really hard and their mother, you know, really being passionate about God and and it being hard, you know. I mean I mean people might have their opinions like she was too hard, like she was she was doing way too much, like that was too strict. And people might say, well she pushed them to be the best who they are, and um that's why they who they are today. And they might have their opinions about why one sister left or watch how duh this Clark Sisters movie, yeah, left me speechless. I'm like, what, what? This is what y'all was doing? But I mean, listen, it's real life, no matter what genre, what you practice in your life, what you believe in, at the end of the day, we're all human, you know, and real things happen. And oh my God, child, that funeral scene, woo! Jesus, that funeral scene? child i mean how else would you react when your mother passes you know so Woo! i mean that's all i'm going to, have to say about that because it's like oh i'm going to try to go back and watch because it's still brand new so i'm not trying to spoil it but my my review for the clark sisters movie is they get an a plus for being so real and so honest and inspirational and entertaining a plus plus so make sure you check out the clark sisters movie on lifetime i'm so excited about it and what this is doing and thank you so 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 much for listening to luke's crazy journey make sure you follow me your boy luke p sanders on tiktok instagram facebook and twitter and youtube at luke p sanders and follow us at luke cj podcast l-u-k-e-s-c-j-p-o-d-c-a-s-t luke cj podcast on twitter instagram facebook and youtube And thank you again to our top listeners in Indiana and California, as well as our listeners on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. You constantly stream us at Luke's Crazy Journey. So thank you so, so, so much. We'll return next Wednesday, April 22nd at midnight. And we're getting real. We're getting juicy about prom. So until next time, stay woke and spread love. What's up? It's your boy, Luke P. Sanders, if you already didn't know, and here's a message from our sponsors at Buzzsprout. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. We use Buzzsprout to talk to people just like you. So start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Say what? You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world.